welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we go to Pinville, Indiana, and we're going to be talking about an Angus Live online sale here. And, you know, if you've been through this cattle world or, or the livestock world in any way, especially if you are showing in any way, you probably have a person that has taught you a lot more than a lot of other people. One of those people that took you under their wing and said, come on, let's go. And that is the person that I have on for this podcast. To me, person that really got me started. I had a lot of help, but this guy really got me started, really showed me the ropes. Some of them good. Some of them, hey, don't do this because I've done it. And some of them, we've both said, hey, let's do this. And it was like, "Mm, maybe we shouldn't have done that. And we're going to get into some of those stories just a bit here. But uh, they are having an online sale, his first online sale. He's been involved in a lot of sales throughout his years. And we're going to get into some of those places that he's been and been involved with sales and been involved with showing on the road and those sorts of things. And so we're going to highlight some of that, but they have their first online sale. And I'm just really excited to have this guy on here. And we've been reminiscing a little bit about some of those stories and and had some laughs here. And so just really enjoy this guy, really enjoy being around him, really enjoy talking to him. I've got on the phone with me here, Andy Kurtz. And as I said, from Pinville, Indiana, and Kurtz Cattle Company and guest online production sale here on Angus Live on October 9th. And and another way to tell just how close we are, if you go back to Randolph County where we grew up, he's known by 90% of the people that know us two together as Andy Sr., and I'm Andy Jr., so uh, that just kind of tells you how close that we were. And Sr., glad to have you on the podcast, man. Thank you, Jr., (laughs) just uh, really excited about this one man you know we don't talk all the time but we get back together and and talk about some things and and throw some things back and forth at each other and what do you think about this and what do you think about that and you know I just really enjoy that and and you've taken me on the road and you've been on the road yourself a lot and so just want to thank you for all the things that you taught me man you're welcome (laughs) senior tell us about family let's get into that just a bit here and talk about who all is going to be involved in this sale. Well, my wife, Rochelle, she's put up a lot of crap, <laughs> which every spouse does. Right. I got to thank her and commend her a lot for putting up with everything. My youngest son, Caleb, has been doing majority of the work. He's mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. He don't play sports, so the, he picked up last year, and this is his sport. It's expensive. Right. But it's his sport. Right. Thank him for all the hard work he's done. Right. And you told me last year, you said, boy, I don't, I may have bit off more than I can chew with this guy the way he wants to work and, and work these cattle. Yes, that's, that is correct. <laughs> if it wasn't for him, these calves wouldn't be broke like they were. Mm-hmm. Working sometimes 50 hours a week. Right. Where I work and two sets of cows and trying to take care of these sale cattle so so you got to have caleb in there to help you yep and my oldest austin he's his last year uno 
Mm-hmm. So he's studying to be a diesel mechanic, but right. uh, he's been working at Wine Gardener Show Cattle mm-hmm. at Alima. Right. Which they have taught him a lot. Kudos to them. Right. I've always said your kids will learn more from other people than they will from yourself. <laughs> and that's truth. Right. Just patience. Something you don't have with your kids. So <laughs> Probably part of a reason there's an Andy Senior and an Andy Junior, you think? Yeah, probably so. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. But yeah, he comes back whenever he can. He was back this weekend for videos and mm-hmm. just whenever he can he comes back and puts his involvement in so i appreciate that too right you're also involved in in the cattle deal with your brother matt and your dad larry yep matt majority has herefords mm-hmm. well that's all he has is herefords so horned in pulled right before i moved back to indiana in 2011 i was working at abracadabra cattle company out of columbia missouri and they had an et heifer that they bought from jason hoffman mm-hmm she was a outcross out of Paula. Mm-hmm. So we bought her and brought her back, and that's how we started getting Herefords. Uh-huh. I've got a few Hereford cows, but majority of mine are Angus. Mm-hmm. We're running about 45 head there. We rent past Silvertown. So. Yeah, you guys are together and running cows on uh, Silvertown, where Silvertown is sold out now, and, and you guys are renting pasture off of those guys, and, and that's how you're making this thing work. Yep, it is. Tell us about Larry. How's he doing? After mom passed away, he's had some back surgeries, and he's getting along all right. We make him get out of the house and at least water, mm-hmm. so he stays mobile. So Right. Yeah, he's not doing bad. Right. Well, that's good. He puts in his two cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, things haven't changed then, have they? No. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No. And your brother Matt, I mean, he's, you know, he's kind of into the cattle, but he's a pretty good volleyball coach. Yeah, I guess he took Newcastle to the state championship and won and then got his own volleyball company, Wave, out of Muncie. And now he's teaching and coaching at Winchester. And I think last time Dad said they 16-4 and four for this season. So Right, they're doing pretty well. I saw something on Facebook. They just won something else the other day. Yeah, haven't had time to go watch him at a game yet, but not enough hours in a day. Right, but they're doing well, yeah. Yeah, and you and Matt, both of you, took me under your wing, and I guess you more, but there was a couple of times where Matt was uh, right there along with us, and a couple of times Matt took me when you couldn't, so. Yep. Tell us about, you say you've got a few guests here on this one, and, and tell us about the Rumples and, and the guests that you're going to have in this online sale. Yeah, Paul and Jennifer, I was managing Hanlon Farms up in Pennville here. And here come this red-headed guy with a beard. <laughs> and he had two little runs walking behind him, mm-hmm. Cash and Grant. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, we would like to get into Angus. I said, okay. So they bought a Bismarck Georgina was their first cow. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, every year, they would come with John Sale. And I'd say, this is what you need to buy. And took it home and... Tried to buy heifers the first couple of years. If I remember correctly, they had Grand Reserve female at Adams County Fair up there around Decatur mm-hmm. with an Angus. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty tight-knit club calf community. So, right. So they were pretty tickled. So then they come back and bought some cows. Uh-huh. So this year, I was like, well, I got to turn some money. Got to pay for this stuff. So Right. I asked Paul if he's interested in putting some in the sale, making a sale. 
So three out of the five go back to a Warner Lady 5073 that I had sold some flushes on, and John Sale had averaged $3,500 a flush. Mm-hmm. So he bought one of them out of this flush and bought a couple more flushes out of her private treaties. So he's starting putting calves in and starting to get calves like that. So he's growing and doing what I'm doing, trying. And he's trying to do it right. And, yeah, a guy that you, you always enjoy seeing and, and always has, uh, you know, always comes up and says hi. And, yep. and he says, the boys are learning, but the most important thing is they're having fun and enjoying it. That's right. That's right. He's a big believer in them having fun. Right, and they sure seem to whenever you see him out. Yep. Better talk about that other guy that we've got, T.Y. He's in here, too. Yeah, Tom Yachts. He'd come up to Hamlin's and bought a Brilliance cow. Mm-hmm. And he said, what do you think of this cow? I said, well, Tom, she's a really good cow. She's not the smartest cat on the block, but she produces. Uh-huh. Well, if I buy her, will you keep her here? Yeah, I'll keep her here. So... She had a heifer calf. I kept it because of how good in production she was. Mm-hmm. So I, I told Tom, buy her. Right. So he bought her. So I kept her up there, and then he and I decided to have a dispersal sale for him. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what are you going to do with this cow? Well, I don't have room for her. I said, okay. He goes, well, you take her, you take care of her, and me and you work out the detail. So I got a coming three-year-old out of her in black onyx that raised a really good power chip bull calf this year and then her natural calf out of round tables in the sale Mm -hmm. and she's a good solid female so her better days are next summer right to be honest so right they're just a little later later maturing a little later growing coming from her but when they do mature they're beautiful right We'll get into those here in just a little bit, but yeah, you got got Tom Yance, and uh, man, that's a that's a guy that's known all around, and uh, you know what what a good guy Tom is. Yes, he is. Yes, he <laughs> is. Every spring, what are we gonna do, Kurt? So I go. <laughs> what would you like to do, Tom? <laughs> Balls in your court. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, he's a deal. Yeah, he's so. a deal. But in some of your resume, you know, you this isn't your first deal. This isn't your first rodeo or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, you've been in a lot of different breeds. You've been involved with the Angus. You've been involved with the Lemmys. You've been involved with the Herefords, the Shorthorns, the Charlays. You know, you've been involved in, in all of those cattle. And you've got a, quite a list, quite a resume here. Some of the outfits that you've worked for, you've been with, or, or some of the things that you've done. And so, if you would, kind of kind of highlight some of those for us. Well, first and foremost, when I went to college, I, I went to play football. Right, football at Wilmington College. I was there. The head of the ag department, Mama Anderson, stopped myself and my roommate, Brian Hamilton, mm-hmm. and said, hey, we're talking about getting into Murray Grays. Right. I forgot about the Murray Grays. Me and Brian looked at ourselves and, you know, and just looked at each other and started laughing like murray grays come on no we're being serious we've done some research on them and we're gonna fly you guys up to edmonton canada mm-hmm. edmonton farm show he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> sure thing <laughs> <laughs> yep. so we went up there and bought the grand champion heifer and finally got our ship down here and in the meantime we just drove around and looked at murray gray cattle and Picked out a cow here and a cow there and started to herd. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got 
going. And then Brian and I, junior year and senior year, we ended up having national champion both years. So oh, wow. That's kind of how it got started. <laughs> I think I came to Wilmington to see you a couple times. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> we'll leave that story for some yeah, other time. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I was there. I went through that, Murray Gray said. I forgot about that. You're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. So you've you went on and, and you've done a couple other things and, and kind of been halfway around the country. Yeah, sure have. So the next stop was Zane Crest at a Lancaster. They had slayers and they decided to have a fitting service. So did that for four years. Mm-hmm. Then uh, moved on and had now, a Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That leads me to a story here. Oh, boy. Wait, wait. There was a couple stories with uh, Zane Crest. One of them I remember coming down to Louisville to help you guys and did quite well that year. And I, Didn't we sleep out there in a camper? Yep. yep. Thank goodness, too. <laughs> yeah. Also rode out there to Denver with you guys. Yeah. And had a yep. little bit different way to ride back, didn't we? Yeah, we had the, a cab and a half Ford. <laughs> <laughs> with five people, so a couple of us had to ride in a damn trailer. <laughs> and it was cold. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Who was that, Jay, that just about drove us off the road in Kansas? Yeah, Jay Martin Picklesheimer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I got elected to be in the back because I was the youngest. What was I, in high school or something like that? Yeah, you was in high school. And, yep. uh, yeah, I got, to, I got to do most of the riding back there in the back in the trailer and Probably not the safest way to do that. I don't know if mom and dad even know that yet, but uh, they're going to find out. <laughs> that was a few years ago, but yeah, first time I ever rode back in the trailer on the way back in the middle of the winter. Yeah, that was a pretty smart idea, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cold. I can tell you that. <laughs> How do you know you were in the cab most of the time? Well, not across Kansas. <laughs> oh, okay, that's right. That's right. There's not, there's not a worse feeling than you can't look out the side of a trailer with a plexiglass in it. Right, and that was before the days of cell phones. Yeah. So we no couldn't stuff. just we couldn't just call up there and go, "Hey, what's going on?" They couldn't call back and say, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's petrifying. <laughs> yeah, those were the good times. But we had a few others. Go ahead. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> We'll leave them in the closet. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, some of them we can bring out. You were out in Illinois with, well, yeah. even before you got out there. I mean, there's a whole mix of uh, these, but you were out in Illinois with the Charlays. Yeah, White Wheel Charlay Ranch, and did quite a bit of winning there. Won Denver a couple times, and Louisville a couple times, and sold a yearling Charlay bull. The first year I was there for, I want to say, 35000 Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a few times I stopped by on my way back from college to come see you at White Wheel. Yep, yep. <laughs> Let's go. It's kind of on the way, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, you've been in the Shorthorn deal as well. Yeah, I uh, helped Cates a lot back in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, went on the road with them quite a bit and got hooked up with Jeff Sargent down there at WHR Shorthorns and went down there and spent a month, month and a half every spring for their sale. And that was the time frame of Sonny. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun with him, too. Right. Then he kind of got back in the Angus deal a little bit. We were out in yeah. South Dakota, spent some time out there as well. Yeah, from White Will, moved Brookfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Bought my own little farm there and met up with a guy by the name of Brian Brockman. Mm-hmm. He is the guy who found famous 7001. Right. 
So that was my first extravaganza with, well, back then it was Raw Angus. Right, right. When Famous won Denver. Mm -hmm. So that first year with them. Mm -hmm. And we had two Angus Bulls that won Denver. So had a good running there. Right. Then you got me out there as well. Yep, brought you out there, let you get (laughs) some experience. (laughs) How many stories could we tell about that? You don't have enough tape to record it. (laughs) The one of them, though, the one of them that we can talk about. Do you remember, we went out there one morning, and, and of course, they were calling for a snowstorm, and on and on. Of course, you know, it is South Dakota, so that kind of stuff happens. So we're working all day, and we're washing, and we're blowing, and we're clipping, and we're doing this and that and the other. And then they said, hey, boys, you better kind of get to getting out of here because I'm not sure you guys can get to town. So we had, was it their dually? I think it was their dually. Yeah. It was the Roth or Legrand, whichever it was at that time. It was their doing. We we had to get to town, which is about, I don't know, five miles, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Five, eight miles. Something to town. Well, Senior says, I'm going to drive. We're going to be all right. Or at least I think it was you that was driving anyway. And we're going to be all right. What did we make it? Uh, 30 yards out of the driveway? Yeah, I'm not even <laughs> past the tree line. Not even past the what? Tree line. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the ditch and those of us that are in the on the passenger side have to climb out the window and land right on top of the snow at the top of the window it was a hell of a ride <laughs> oh shoot oh i don't remember who was who was it that had to come pull us out but they had to of course we were we were stuck there for an hour or so till somebody could come get us with a tractor yeah, I think it was James. Yes, I think you're right. We're ranch cows, so if I remember right. So, it was a good time. It was a good time out there. We had a lot, a lot of good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had a lot of good times at Papa's and out of Denver and all kinds yep. of good places. Louisville, yes. Timonium. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, the story out at Timonium. Uh, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we fit 14 head that day after about an hour and a half of sleep yeah 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 that was another good one that i'm sure everybody yeah i was all i was a good kid till i got old you, you enticed us to go out for festivities is that what it was yeah <laughs> that was me yeah yeah somehow i was supposed to be the responsible one yeah <laughs> it's always it's always the younger generation's fault yeah yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was yours that night. It really was. Because yeah. I, could, I couldn't pull you guys away from that band. And, no. Uh, and the I, band was really good. Right. I really was. I was the I was the good one that was uh, that was responsible. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> you, remember how, you remember how mad Glasscock was. Oh, yeah. He was great. <laughs> mad. Oh, he was so mad. You were, <laughs> and Steve Patton wasn't too far behind him. Right, you're right. Steve wasn't very happy with us either. But we yeah. got him fit, and we had a good day. That's right, we did. We did. We had a good day that day. But we paid for it because we had to load up right after the show. Didn't even mm-hmm. break them down and put them on the semi and head back to South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was quite a day. Quite a day. So, but while you were out there, I mean, you got to help a couple other guys there in the Angus business uh, while you were with Legrand as well. Yep, Moffat Angus, 
Just did a podcast with him. Helped him a lot. Right. David Henderson, Henderson Farms, mm-hmm. Colfax, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Brockmere Farms helped them a lot right there where I lived. Got to meet a lot of great people. Right. And also you kind of landed in Northwest Missouri State. Yes. What would you do out there? Ran the cow herd there. Mm-hmm. 150 cows, Charlotte and, and Angus. Right. So kind of taught some students, laboratories, you know, vaccinate vaccines and the pros and cons, the banding versus knife cut. Introduced the uh, animal science class to halter breaking. So I'd keep, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 heifers every year. And by George, I'd get them broke. Always nice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Always so. nice. Most recent past, I guess, at, at John Hanlon Farms. Right. Lana there, actually by accident, mm-hmm. Zach DeHaven was working there. Mm-hmm. Had started up my own hot shot company, hauling small freight. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, if you don't haul every day, would you mind coming up here and helping? So I started helping and on my days off and when I wasn't trucking. And next thing I know, Zach quit. So there I was. <laughs> John kind of needed the help and you were, you were the right yeah. guy at the right time, right? Yeah. And that was the time they was putting electronic logs. I, you know, I just drove a one-ton dually, so I wasn't putting electronic logs in a one-ton dually personal truck. Right. So I stalked it over the wife. Well, you'd be home. Right. Not going to make the money, but you'd be home, so right. go for it. I did. So that's what we did. Right. You were at Hanlon's for five years. Five years. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. You guys had a sale. How many sales did you guys have? Two or three? Three. Had three sales. Okay. Yeah. That leads me to another story after one sale. Uh, (laughs) Ah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Senior senior says, let's go look at some cows. Okay. Well, we're going to go down here about four or five miles from the place and we're on the side by side so we're down there looking at cows and he says you don't want to go down in this spot down in there <laughs> we had to go through there to go see some cows but he says yep. well, we gotta do that again <laughs> how does it always end up that you were driving <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's not very good on my part she's a she's an instigator <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you really, you really fought hard not to do it again. Yeah, so, I know. So senior yeah. goes off into this. I don't know. Was it a swamp? Some kind of swamp, something or other. No, it's just a little ditch crossing. Yeah, so swamp. It was swampy though. Yeah. <laughs> so yet another time, you couldn't make it through. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We could, just laughing. <laughs> we couldn't go forward. We couldn't go backward. We couldn't do anything. Yeah, and by then, everybody's damn near gone from the sale. <laughs> right. Right. So we finally called somebody, I forget who it was, come pull us out. <laughs> Remember who it was. I don't either. I don't, it wasn't Blade, was it? <clears throat> no, it might have been. Yeah. Ah, somebody had to come pull us out again. <laughs> One of, what, 16 of those times or something? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. John had a good sale that, that first year. That was right. the first year, I think. Right. Right, I think it was. Then you guys had to have a dispersal for health reasons and things like that that John was going through. Yep. And so, so you ended up with some of these cows out of there. Yep. Tell us a little bit about about those cows and and getting those cows and and you know maybe why you got those cows as far as the breeding and that sort of thing. 
the lot 61 he had purchased her from lucky lane out of hillsborough ohio every year he'd go buy 10 open heifers we'd just sit down and talk about what to breed them to so right and he had bought some before and i just like man them things milk great mm-hmm. and they were the best milking cows ever mm-hmm. so i was like well all right i know they milk i know they raise calves i I know they breed, so that's what I'm going to go for. I picked the Lot 61, which she was a high seller for the day. Mm -hmm. She's a rainfall that goes back to the Whitestone Erica cow, Mm -hmm. but's done a great job for me so far. So last year she raised a SV America heifer calf, and this year she has a April money earned heifer calf that's going to be in the sale. So Mm -hmm. pick them cows for production orientation, you know, I mean, just solid producers. Right. And so, so the plan is to, to keep right on going with those cows as well. Yes. Yes. As long as they keep breeding. So, right. You're going to go show cattle. You're going to go production. What's your thought in here in the future? Well, a little mixture of both. Mm -hmm. I have the production cows and like this calf offering. I was like the heck with it. So I picked out some bulls and, Mm -hmm. but I knew power chip. He's a little older bull. We don't see a whole lot out of him anymore but he clicked on this on these cows so mm-hmm. just keep trying to go that route and if that don't work for me i can go back to production cows and mm-hmm. and not lose anything so right so trying to go uh, a little bit of both ways you want you want these production cattle that they can also show yes right yeah. right but they got to be able to produce and, yep. and roll on to, to keep you keep you in business right right well, senior, you ready to get into talking about these cattle that are going to be in the sale? Sure. Okay. If you want to follow along, if you're not watching the podcast video yet and you want to follow along, you can go to Angus Live. By the time this comes out, it should be posted. If not, wait just a day and it will be posted by then. And uh, so, again, on Angus Live, look for Sunday, October 9th is when this is going to go off and on the Kurtz Cattle Company and Guess Online Production Sale. And, Senior, why don't you just start in on this lot one? We got a Luton out of this top line lady, and you've told me about her quite a few times. She is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. She's green, but she is going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about hair. Right. Fuzz hair, big bone thick, just a complete long whistle fronted female. Mm-hmm. Can't say enough about her, really. Right. Yeah, and you keep telling me about this top line lady as well. Yeah, well, Haggard's sold her in their sale, and I can't quite remember who bought her, but John had bought embryos at a Luton and her. Mm-hmm. After John passed away, a gentleman by the name of Mark Millet bought John's semen tank, and Mark goes, I don't have no use for them, so okay, I'll buy them, Mark. Yeah. So I talked to Paul, and he goes, yeah, I'll partner up with you. Uh-huh. But, okay. I go, what do you have to have for him? He said, well, how's $125 an egg? I said, okay, sold. So I put one in and stuck, and this is the hepatite out of it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, and you say just wait on her a little bit. She's an April female. Yep. I'm not pushing them. Not the way I've ever done it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to still have feet and sound hawks on them. Mm-hmm. So just whoever buys her, if, if somebody buys her, you know, just take her home and Take some good care of her and feed her. Right. You don't have to hold her. You don't have to do anything. 
and she's she's just going to keep gaining. Right. So. Right. Well, those are the those are the kind we like. Yes, sir. Right. The lot two, we've got another April female, and she's a money earned out of one of those lucky lane cows that you were talking about. And I remember those lucky lane cows up there, John Sale, and just going through those cattle the years before. Man, those lucky lane cows are just good cows. Yes. We are selling a flush on that cow and two sets of embryos. One set is going to be money earned, and the other set is going to be gateway follow me. Mm Mm-hmm. Right before I was going to breed her last year, I got to look in and I thought, man, I like that money earned bull. So I started looking around and lo and behold, she comes into heat. Mm-hmm. So I start scraping around and I was talking to a good friend of mine, Troy Chester. He goes, well, I do know where some's at, my sister-in-law. I said, okay, where's she live? Down south of Eaton, Ohio. I said, well, I got to have it today because <laughs> hanging in this morning. <laughs> So I load up and get my tank and I drive down there and I buy one straw semen. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Well, I wasn't too worried about it, you know, cause I had 21 days, 18, 21 days, you know, I could get some more in, but I lucked out and bred her that one straw and she stuck. Jeez. So, and that's, that's the way she's been since I've had her in my possession. And that's the way she was at John's too. Just catch her standing, you breed her once and she's stuck. Right. So there wasn't no questions asked. So Right. She's a cow owned with Tom Yance and a guy by the name of Brooks Fugit owns a piece of her too. So we're going to put that in there and her little heifer calf out of money earned. We took a re-picture today. I don't know what it's going to turn out like, but the first picture, she was still on the cow out in the pasture. I got her in the night before. Hadn't had a halter on her ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a fun ordeal. Let's uh-huh. just say but it wasn't too bad. So she's a little green. She's only been weaned two and a half weeks. So she's coming along nicely. She's really good patterned, good fronted, long neck, thick, and big boned. Right. And she's got the production behind her being out of that lucky lane, Kel. Yep. She's going to produce. She really will. I just heard this week that the money earned bull is really scanning high marbling. Mm-hmm. From what I was told, that never anticipated that to happen, but he is. And that's great. Right. You can go a little bit on both sides of that one. Yep, sure can. So Right. Here's a heifer that I've seen, the Lot 3. This is a this is a power chip out of the uh, Hanlon Lady Warner. Yes, that is out of the Warner Lady. Sold some flushes on every year at John's and did good with them. And uh, actually, after I left John's, Blade McEwen was there still. Mm-hmm. And I said, Blade, if this heifer... And this heifer, and this heifer, if John by chance needs some money and he holds him to Selborne, you call me. Mm-hmm. So I get a call. I was at work, and I get a call from Blade. Hey, we're hauling these three heifers to the sale bar. I said, you're kidding me. Nope, John needs money. So these are just stragglers he had left, you know, after the dispersal. So mm-hmm. I call a sale barn owner, and I said, hey, don't load these heifers up that he's bringing in. I'll come down tonight and pick them up. Mm-hmm. One was a Bismarck out of the Lady Warner. The other one was a Gendra Acclaim out of the Lady Warner. Mm-hmm. And the third one was a Style Sayers Dream heifer calf. Oh, my gosh. So I went to the sale barn, picked them up, and I was like, let's just AI them. So I, I bred her to Power Chip, and mm-hmm. this lot three is a result of it. Right. She's really, really good. 
We've had her out three times, and two of the three, she was reserve Angus prospects. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got to see her a couple of weeks ago. She's really, really nice. She's dog gentle. Yeah, I mean, a first year showman could take care of her and show her. Uh huh. Right, and she's pretty good to boot. I personally can't find the hole in her. I mean, if I was going to be nitpicky, I'd just have her a little, little wider based. Mm-hmm. She's deep. She's soggy. She's thick. Good fronted. Good shouldered. A nice, fluid-moving heifer. Right. She's really nice. And like you say, she's been out before. She's kid broke. And young showmen just take right on to her and, and go with her. Exactly right. Yep. The live four, we got a, uh, a round table. And she's out of an, another one of those Lucky Lane cows. And so you got kind of a partner deal on her. Yep. That's one uh, with Tom Yonks. Uh-huh. Her mother's a brilliance. A hammerhead when you got a worker, but she's just like the 833 donor. You stick a rod in her, and she's going to settle AI. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give her to a first-year kid, but, mm-hmm. you know, a kid has been doing it for four or five years. Yeah, they get along great with her. Mm-hmm. But her better days are going to be next summer as a junior yearling, so she, she's going to be good. Right. March 24th heifer. Yes. Yeah. So what about her look? really stout good legged i'd like to see her a little deeper but that'll come mm-hmm. that'll come with that cow mm-hmm. right uh, i remember all those lucky lane cows just being deep and stout and just yeah. again nice cows yeah and you know every time tom comes he just he loves her mother we've got next one the lot five you know uh some of those guys say they will forever be a forever lady and we got a rainfall a little different bread here uh, out of the handling forever lady and you know it's another one of those things like you talk about in in the footnotes you know you you try to ai these cows and try to ai these cows and you get upset when you don't get them ai'd but man if you can get one like this that's not ai'd you're pretty happy <laughs> yeah that's a funny story right there uh-huh tom yance brings me a bull kurtz i gotta have a place for a bull I said, Tom, I don't have a place. <laughs> oh, just take him for me. <laughs> Damn it, Tom. Okay, bring him up here. So I keep him all winter. and Yeah, that little bull tore through a gate, and my youngest son's heifer was in a pen next to him. Lo and behold, I was like, Damn, she ain't coming in heat. She ain't coming in heat. <laughs> Maybe he better. <laughs> As they say down here, done Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get preg checking done, and damn, he bred her. Okay, well, we're going to leave it that way. He was a good bull. I mean, I sold him for us, you know, and a mm-hmm. uh, guy in Red Key bought him, and he, he just started in the Angus deal, bought two Angus, and uh, just starting in, and, and he bought that bull, and so I can still get my hands on him. So, right. phenomenal job. I mean, just this little heifer calf is, I didn't think she was going to make it mm-hmm. when she was born. A friend of mine was driving by, we, we was hauling manure, and he goes, what the hell's that laying over there? I said, that's my little chihuahua. <laughs> he goes, what? So I walk over there, and I pick her up, carried her around like, you know, people carry around their little chihuahuas, you know. Mm-hmm. So he goes, what's she weigh? So I weighed her, I got the scales out, and cradle and weighed her she weighed 40 pounds oh my gosh so i go i don't know if she's gonna make it or not i really don't she kept growing and 
the heifer was milking like a freight train, and this is her. Right. You know, wh- whoever's come and looked really have picked her out. Uh-huh. I mean, just the mass of her muscling is, she's the thickest heifer in the whole group. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is big topped, good fronted, ties into them shoulders really good, and she's thick, good legged. Mm-hmm. She would be a good county fair heifer, but the main thing on her is she's going to produce. She's she's going to be a good cow. Right. That's awesome. That's what we want. Yeah. And then we go into the lot six here. We go into to Rumples. He's got one here in the lot six. It got a turning point out of the Lucy cow. The Lucy cow come from John's. Mm-hmm. We re-videoed her today, and uh, she's come a long way in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Bone structure, depth of body, spring of rib. Neck extension, thickness, she's going to be all right, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't go wrong with turning point. Right. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, Rumpel's uh, getting started here and, and trying to do a good job. So, man, you got to appreciate that and, and appreciate all their try that they've got. Yep. Right. We go to the lot seven here again, another Rumpel heifer. We got a 24 carat. How many of those cattle are selling really well out of a Werner lady cow? That's the. Uh... Mating off of the 5073 donor from John's. Mm-hmm. He goes, what do you think about flushing her 24 carats? I said, try it. Right. What do you have? Paul does a lot of freezer beef. He's got a couple guys up around the Decatur, Fort Wayne area. And he's doing tremendous selling freezer beef up in that area. Mm-hmm. So I said, what are you out? I mean, yeah, it costs them flush. But, you know, for what, what you're getting, it's... No less than what you're going to get as an open heifer. Right. So this is his first one out of out of that mating, and, and she's really good. Mm-hmm. Her only downfall is her switch got stepped on, fell off as a calf. Right. Boy, if you put that switch back on there, she's going to be a great cow. Mm-hmm. Really thick, good fronted, big topped, got a lot of depth of body and spring of rib to her. Mm-hmm. Just a complete overall good female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just looks like she's got mass and yes, and and guts and rib and uh, yeah, she just uh, she really looks good. Yes, yeah. Now that one won't be a first year showman heifer. Mm-hmm. Will not. Okay. But you know she's not mean or crazier by no means. But mm-hmm. it'll take some experience with her. Okay. I mean, all his cattle are used to fourteen year old twin right. boys. Right. So all of them are used to that size kids. So Right. Okay. We got another 24 carat here in the lot eight. Yes. 2249 is her mother. Mm-hmm. Paul bought her. He goes, what do you think of her? I said, she got some age to her, Paul, but she has clicked with everything me and John have bred her to. Uh-huh. And he's trying to do the same thing I am, production on the cows. And what the heck, let's breed them to some show bulls, you know, and then mm-hmm. We can get she's more shape and designed for production mm-hmm. she could show at the county fair level you know maybe state fair some states mm-hmm. but the main part of her is going to be for production mm-hmm. i think this year or next year he's finally thinking about going to call her because she, she's got some age on her so mm-hmm. but uh yes she's good long necked extremely long necked mm-hmm. a lot of rib to her Right. It's going to be one tremendous female to breed with. Right. Right. 
We got another Werner lady here as the lot nine, and we got a March Barstow cash. Yes. I've posted some pictures on some sites, mm-hmm. and I've actually had an individual tell me that they had quite a few Barstow caches. Mm-hmm. That floored me. Mm-hmm. So I started texting, you know, a little bit here and there with them, and I made the statement that Barstow Cash was a bowl that, if used right, was not used hard enough. Right. She, out of that Lady Warner, will make a tremendous cow. Right. The only downfall to her would be I'd like to squeeze her in on that shoulder a little bit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she's deep, big-boned, thick. I mean, got a whale of a top on her. Right. And and got a really good neck extension on her. Mm-hmm. Just makes somebody a great female. Right. Yeah, maybe if you don't want to show her why uh, you're not, you're still not out anything at all. Right. Correct. Correct. Right. You're not, not out anything. Right. Because because her her production level should be astronomical, just really out of this world. Right. Uh, the lot ten. You know, we've done quite a few podcasts, and we've kind of looked around and and done some things and and looked at some things. Man, there's a lot of good Angus steers uh, that are going to sell this fall, and and this guy fits right in there with them. Yep. The first sale, Paul bought that flush mm-hmm. out of out of that cow fifty seventy three. Mm-hmm. So I go over with him, and, and he goes, oh, "I think I want to flush her to express." Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's flush her to express. So he did, and he had a heifer calf. If I my, my memory serves me right, he retained her. She's still in the herd. But this year, embryo he put in and, and that come out for that steer. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's supposed to be a heifer. Right. Because <laughs> we use sexed heifer semen. On oh, that. wow. Yeah. yeah. Which, no big deal. You know, it, it's not 100%. Right. So, you know, not a big deal. I said, he goes, he was all mad. He called me, he goes, <laughs> I, I got dang bull. I said, dang bull out of what? Express and 5073. I said, you did? Yep. I'm so mad. I said, Paul, is it alive? Well, yeah. <laughs> I said, is it walking around? Yes. I said, you got a live calf. What are you complaining about? Right. I said, yeah, it's not a heifer, but hey. We'll see what happens with it. And as you can see in the picture, in the video, right? he's really good. He's thick. Mm-hmm. He's thick. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll make somebody one good steer. Right. Gentle, just big bone, you know, just, just like you want to see a steer. So, Right. Good deal. Then you've got some flushes down here uh, that you're going to sell. We've got uh, the Lucky Lane, and we've got a Blackbird, and so uh, the Lot 11... Uh, what's the deal on this flush? I'm going to guarantee what everybody else does, you know, six eggs. And, you know, we can talk about if we get over that. Mm-hmm. But I think that 833, you know, the mother of the lot too. Mm-hmm. And then I'm selling full sib embryos, the money earned embryos and the gateway follow me. I just would like to have somebody, you know, flusher and, and, and put some more genetics somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I just okay. think she's that good of a cow. Right. Right. Yeah, and you've also got some what you're you're selling a flush to the buyer's choice. Yep. 
And then you're also got some eggs. You've got some, like you mentioned, you got some gateway follow me eggs. And also you got some money earned eggs out of this female. So you flushed her quite a bit. Yep. Yep. I sure did. Right. And she's done well. Yes. Yeah. Flush is really good. I used uh, Vitelli, which is a drug-free flush. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Transova is just right next door. You know, I can give her donor shots. Ultropin, you know, no, not a big deal. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can get Dr. Howe over to make sure she's spread. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. So. Yeah. Well, good. Good deal. And then you've got an interesting, this lot 12. This one's pretty cool. Tell us about her. Well, it's probably about this time last year, October, middle of October. I, about this time, you know, 10, 1030 at night. <laughs> Catching heck for my wife. Why aren't you in bed yet? Well, I'm watching a sale. Mm-hmm. You ain't buying nothing. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. I think maybe 11 o'clock I finally went to bed. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> she uh, sits up and looks at me. Tell me you didn't buy something. Well, I did buy something. And I got yelled at. Lord have mercy, I got yelled at. <laughs> just wait. Just wait, okay? Just chill out. Go back to sleep. <laughs> It'll be okay. Right. So the sale I was watching was from Justin Mossiman out in Kansas. Uh-huh. And actually, they're having a sale October, I want to say October 18th. Mm-hmm. Online sale with SC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I bought her, and the first thing I read was Full Sister in Blood, the blacklist. Right. She was green in her picture and her video. I thought, who gives a crap? Right. Well... I was like, there's no way I'm going to afford her. Right. There's no way. So I put a couple bids in on her and it's like, damn it, I did buy her. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you know, I, I was like, oh, well, uh, we'll come up with money. And I, I called Paul the next day. I said, hey, my wife is ready to kill me. Do you want to partner up on this heifer? What is she? I said, the full sister in blood to blacklist. Well, yeah. So I told him what, what is half a bean. He goes, oh, that's no problem. So mm-hmm. then I come home, you know, that night from work and she goes, so how do you propose we get her back here? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of days go by, maybe a week. And I was like, I'm going to call Cody Sankey. Right. Maybe he's got a trailer going out that way or, or coming back or something. Right. So uh, I called, talked to him, and uh, he calls him back the next day. He says, hey, my dad's coming back here in two days. Uh-huh. If that guy can have her up to my dad's place, she's got a spot on. So we get her home, and she's green broke. I'm, I'm telling you, she was green broke, but she was made right. Mm-hmm. Chris looked at me and Boy, I don't know, Andy. (laughs) I said, Chris, from what I'm seeing, just give her some time. As you can tell in the picture, she really turned into something. Boy, she did. So this spring, I was like, I hate flushing heifers. 
I hate it. Uh-huh. I think, but I I did it anyway. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, Paul, what do you want to flush or two? I don't know. That's your decision. I said, okay, twenty four carat. Yep. All right, well, well, flusher twenty four carat. How can you go wrong? How can I? How can we go wrong with a full sister to blacklist? Right, right. How many of those blacklists are are terrorizing everybody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see his name everywhere. Right. So, took her to Vitel, and if we're going to spend the money, we're going to spend the money. Let's spend the semen. Because uh, so, so I forget who told me. They said uh, that the sex tepper semen, they just didn't get the results. Right. That they did with spending the, the com, uh, conventional semen. Right. So, we spun it, and lo and behold, she throws us 15 grade ones. Oh my gosh. So, um, at a previous job out West, they had sent me to ET school. Right. And actually that's where I really got to know Chris Sankey because he was at that same school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, I said, Paul, this is what we got on each egg. I'm just going to put the eggs in. All right, all right. I hope it goes good for you. So mm-hmm. right right now on confirmed pregnancies, we got three of four. Oh, wow. So I got to get your father, Dr. Howe, pinned down. <laughs> and then Preg check a couple more, and I could, I could be four or five out of that mating. Oh, wow. Good luck getting him ran down. They are very, very sticky. I yeah. mean, this... If I can put them in and get pregnancies, right? Shoot, anybody can, right? You know, as long as your cows are, you know, are managed right, right? Taking, so, uh, that's that's a story on her, right? How can you go wrong on that? You got, uh, you know, you got two of those. Everybody is showing those blacklists, and and everybody's showing those twenty four carats, and you got a full sister in blood, and man, this uh, shoot, and then you got four sexed female. Embryos. How can you go wrong? Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah, I think you can. Right. Time to tell next uh, end of January, I guess it is. Right. Right. If they're going to be what I think they could be mm-hmm. or not. And I think they're going to be, I think they could be pretty good. Right. Right. I would think so. I would think so. We failed to mention a little bit ago about you do have an open house if, if these guys don't can't come during the week or you guys can't get it figured out. You do have an open house coming up here on uh, October 1st and 2nd, correct? Correct. Where, correct. Where do we have to go to see these cattle? Uh, we are going, I'm going to work my butt off this week and have something set up down there at Silvertown at the place we rent. I think they call it the... The Ruby Farm, if any, anybody's familiar with Silvertown. Mm-hmm. It's three-quarter mile, mile straight east of where Jason Newcomb has his shorthorns on the corner with the creek flowing through it. Mm-hmm. But straight east of there, I will have to look up an address, you know, and, and right. so it can be publicized. But that's where they're going to be located. Okay. All right. Is that down uh, Greenville Pike? Or not Greenville Pike, Union City Pike? Yep, down Union City Pike and go north. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right there where uh, Cornerstone Farms is with uh, uh, Shorthorns. Why, you just go east of there and 
you can find those guys, and we'll see what we can do to get that address sent out there for you. But you guys going to be be there all day on both of those days? Yes, yes. I At least I will be. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, October 1st and 2nd. And then uh, they're going to have to come to Pinville to see them uh, if they can't make it to the open house, correct? Yes. Okay. Pinville or Decatur. That's where Paul's is. cattle are at. Okay. Indiana. Right. Okay. Which isn't very far apart. No, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Nope. Right. Well, that sounds good. And so uh, just have them get a hold of you, get a hold of Paul Rumple, and uh, you guys can show them those cattle whenever they can make it and whenever you guys can get it worked out. Yes, sir. Right. Well, good deal. Good deal. Senior, anything else we need to know about these cattle? Anything else we need to know about this sale? The only thing I can say is Paul and I are happy with our cattle. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared to send them anywhere. Mm-hmm. If I was buying... I would buy with no reserve. Mm-hmm. I really would. I would be happy with my purchases. Right. Hopefully they fit in other people's programs and criteria and people are happy with them as much as I am. So. Right. I mean, you've been with these cattle for a long time or, or at least with the families for quite a long time with them coming out of uh, John's where you were at. And uh, so you've, you've seen the background with them. Yes. Yes. Right. On, on everything that that is in the sale. Right. Every female. Well, I think that's great. I know the production levels of them, the fertility levels of them, and just 100% satisfied with them. So. Right. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, man, it has been great catching up with you. I want to wish you luck here on these cattle, and uh, I want to wish you luck on this sale here on October 9th, again on Angus Live, Kurtz Cattle Company, guests and online production sale and uh man it's been fun i appreciate it i really do all right nerve-wracking you know what <laughs> like we talked earlier some people will say i've been around the block i've been involved with a lot of sales right but it's completely different when it's your own money and your own livestock right it's just nerve-wracking but <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, um, if I do get stuck with them, I'm not going to be dissatisfied. Right. Because I, I just I just know how they're going to produce. Right. So, we'll see. Good deal. Senior, appreciate it, man. All right, Junior, I appreciate it. All right, thank you. We want to thank you for listening to another edition.